Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Uh, Sean's gone. I'm not Sean. (laughs) I'm not Sean. And you're not Alex. Um, I'm not. Sean Sean is in Tampa covering the other thing. Um, The other thing being the Royal Rumble. Yes. He's there to watch the next chapter of the story that Cody's never going to finish. And and we are here to talk about AEW. Uh, Yes, we are. I'm I'm Alex. And and she is... uh, not and Alex. I'm Alex. She's, she's, I'm Alex Kalowski. Oh, everything sucks. Go uh, Milwaukee Bucks and your mm-hmm, bad mm-hmm. coach, but yep. it was still better than our last coach. I have a backwards hat and I'm here to talk. I'm Alex Kalowski. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh hey everybody. Uh, I know you're all I know you're all excited to see us, but no, no let's let's cool off on the on the all caps in the chat. Um we were talking, Kate, before we went on the air. Um, dynamite is a thing that took place. It doesn't yeah, feel like it was like, it certainly is not like, wow, that was great. Let's talk all about it. And I don't feel like it was like, that was awful. It just felt like it was a thing. It was an episode of television. It was... I we, Before we went on, I was kind of saying that like this isn't the chopping at the bit feeling that I've had for the past couple weeks. And it wasn't the, Oh wow, that flew by thing. And everything was so jam packed, but not every episode needs to be. And to your point, it wasn't a bad episode. It's not like they made any egregious booking decisions or anything like that really. Uh, But it it was just kind of middle of the road, which is, it's not, um, we didn't swerve when we drove today, Alex, we were in the middle of the road. Uh, But yeah, there is some good stuff, some bad stuff. I'm at my parents today which is why my background is different, but it is always very funny because uh, they don't know or care about wrestling. So I was like, so there's this murder grandpa and he's going to fight this guy. <laughs> he, we sometimes call him a mop because of mop edge. Um, my dad thinks Tony storm is great. Like just the most hilarious oh, yeah. thing in the world. So yeah. uh, that was, that was super fun, but there was a lot of extended ring time today in matches that weren't necessarily the most consequential within the matches, but are leading to certain things, especially in that world title picture. I think we got a, 
a taste of what is coming. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just kind of, it was fine tonight. It was good. It wasn't like huge, hugely anything to write home about, except probably for yeah. Tony Storm and Deanna being split yeah. in color and black and white. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that I'm going to remember that for a long time but and i won't remember anything else about that episode of dynamite and i'll be like yeah. what else um a lot of it is because to me what we ended off on last week was like just so vibrant like it was it just it was just singing with energy of 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 hook versus samoa joe it just felt like the future is is there and you're and you know that in a few years you'll be looking back on this match and being like wow we really saw something there and and uh and also what a cool defense for Samoa Joe in this world title reign yes. that a few uh, like honestly like a few months a year ago nobody thought he was going to have a world title reign not really he might challenge for one but not actually hold it but he's proving to be an amazing uh, world champion, uh, just like as an ambassador of the title and the brand. Like, it felt momentous last week. And dare I say it, nothing about tonight felt momentous. No, and they've had a few weeks where it has just felt like foot on the gas for two hours straight. And you can't yeah. realistically do that every week. Um mm -hmm. But to your point about Samoa Joe, I love that his character is I'm an adult and I'm here to kick your ass. Like that is mm -hmm. just, that is fun. Um, he feels important. I like how different it feels than Max's reign. I think he got yeah. a lot of unnecessary hatred for some of the stuff there. But like, what yeah. I it does feel very fresh to have Samoa Joe and this version of Samoa Joe being her world title holder. And mm -hmm. he's just so damn believable. And um I, I feel like after a very long reign from MJF, we're going to have a transitional reign from Samoa Joe, but a very productive transitional right. reign from Samoa Joe and doing things like making a star out of Hook, who was already one, but just mm -hmm. escalated to the next level. Uh, those That's a very, very productive use of a guy like this. And so mm -hmm. uh, the only thing that really kind of like had the feeling was when Hook came out tonight, which is what we started the show off with, which was... Mm -hmm. Again, nothing like happened, but that carryover effect was pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Samoa Joe comes out and and he gives Hook his props and uh, then says that he um, is going to be watching all of these people who want a shot and see who's next. Um, and then Hook comes out. And and Hook does a does a little performance, and I didn't I like I I actually honestly like Hook on the mic uh, in these little pre-taped segments, but this one I was like was like last week you won, I lost, and then he paused for such a long time. I was like, is that the end of your promo? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, God bless him because then, um, if he's just like that's what happened, I'm like, well, yeah. at least somebody's paying attention to wins and losses. I, I respect that from Hook. <laughs> yeah, um, but then, but I liked his little, you know, his handshake, the dap up, the the shoulders, the shoulder hug, the sh the shug, and then the he's shug. like, uh, he's like, I don't know when and I don't know where, but I will see you again, and I like that. And I also love the idea of, and I hope they pay this off. 
Samoa Joe is not going to be champ forever, but it he doesn't show a lot of signs of slowing down. But he's at closer to the end of his career for sure than he is to the sure. middle of his career. So the idea of Hook, let's say in a year or 18 months, being the guy to have the last feud for Samoa Joe. The dude descends Samoa Joe into retirement. Like Samoa Joe maybe does maybe does a version of, I'm not leaving until somebody could beat me. Puts me out, yeah. And if Hook's the dude to do it, I honestly, I feel like that'd be a really great way of further making Hook. Um, That's a, a really fun show. I would also... It's it's hard not to for me to be like Hobbs should be that dude, <laughs> but I would sure. not be mad about it being Hook for sure. I'm excited to see because I think we have our longer term story shaking up with a lot of things that happened in this episode with Adam Page and Swerve. But I'm also just very excited for what feels like it's going to be some intermittent defenses. Um, right. And I I just like he's just such a badass man. Like, like Samoa Joe is it, just also believable with his demeanor and his size that this is a guy who's just like, you, you think you can take my title from me? That's cute. Like it, it I buy it. Cause Samoa Joe is not any other guy. He's Samoa freaking Joe. Right. Um, Luis is asking if we're going to do puns tonight. And of course the answer is yes, because I want Sean to realize how much more money we can make him that he makes when he's on the show. So yeah, uh, this is this it, is what we will call a silliness victory lap. Is there um, something yeah. from from Tony Storm that we can? No, no, no. Oh, uh, you have something in, in mind. I I li- I like the suggestion from from uh, from Luis. He says grandpa puns uh, in honor oh, of Minoru Minor Suzuki. Elderly puns, puns about the elderly. Um, respectful, of course. I mean, they are the greatest generation. So. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think we could get some elderly puns in here. The SGS knows how we play puns over on Tuesdays. For the people who don't watch us on Tuesdays, I don't blame you. But also, you could take your cue from the kids who do. So um, Sure. For example, uh, we once had real estate and somebody said, bam, bam, bungalow. And we all fell off our chairs and mm-hmm. Zillow Nightingale, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And today we will continue to do that mm-hmm. with, yeah, with elderliness. <clears throat> Jambeard says, Sean, your background looks similar to one that I see on Tuesdays. And Alex, you have some great bangs tonight. Oh, thank you so much. I am Alex Pulaski, mm-hmm, and these mm-hmm. are definitely my bangs. Mm-hmm. Sour, 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 sour. Matthew Plus um, uh, says, Sap and Al look uh, uglier than usual, but um, Luis tells us that he misspelled usual, so... Well, that story tracks, and I happen to know he's actually supposed to be out with a girl, so it must mm-hmm. be going great. Mm-hmm. Good call. Yep. Uh, Jambeard says, here's an idea. Put Hook with Joe as a tag team when Joe is close to retiring. Uh, similar but much different vibe to the goth, goth guys. I don't I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't know why. And I just don't ever want Samoa Joe to be in a tag team. I'm like, he's mm. just uh, he's so enough for me as he is. Sure. But with who he is and what he brings size-wise to things, there's obviously a bunch of really fun things you could do with that. Uh, yeah. Hook would be a, a fun one, but for me, I'm like, I don't need anybody else around this mm-hmm. man. Just give me yeah. some Mama Joe all times. <laughs> um, uh, I forgot also, uh, Samoa Joe says, um, that's great, but get to the back of the line, kids. Security, remove this loser from my presence. And some, and then Hook just takes out all the security guards. That was fun. Super that was fun. fun. 
It's yeah. also just very fun that he's still like in his hoodie with his messed up hair, just yeah, being a boss. Like yeah. the kid who was eating chips in the background of stuff is still there. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Um, but we get to see uh, Samoa Joe on commentary for Hangman Adam Page versus Penta. This is this is great. This is um, of the three matches, the one I think that is allowed to be the long one. Um, sure. Uh, Penta has a lot of uh, respect in the industry and and a track record for being a guy just below the title scene. Um, and these guys work really well together, Hanger and um, and Penta. I like Joe rooting for Penta just because he wants Hangman to lose and not be a part of the thing. Uh, so that when a Hangman kicks out of the uh, Made in Japan, Samoa Joe's a little, a little shooketh. Yes. Um, yeah. It's good stuff. This, this was a blast. Uh and I love how much Penta brings and making other people look good because of the versatility of his moveset. And Hangman is, they, they just tangoed really well together tonight. The chemistry was just there. They work in the same worlds in a lot of ways, like those lariats and stuff, like all that hard hitting deliciousness mm -hmm. was there, but then they're different enough in character and some other things um that it felt like you weren't just watching uh two versions of each other play each other in a video game i really liked this match to your point this was the one that felt the most earned for the length that it was tonight um mm -hmm. because it it did feel like in a way they were pretty evenly matched hangman hey, adam page with the mustache too i know it's been said week over week but i don't cover dynamite on AEW, so i have to be able to hear right now say mm -hmm. like that mustache is glorious. Like that, that mustache. Two thumbs is. up. If I had more thumbs, they would also be up. It's that fantastic. Is, that is a majestic stash. It's a majestic um, stash. It's yeah. It's, um. So, uh, Hangman wins. He tries the buckshot, but Penta ducks the first one, so he just turns around and lariats him again, and so then he does fun. the buckshot. <laughs> um. So this was fun. Um. And uh, I liked, I, I did like that a lot. Um, I think Paige is um, doing some really good work here. Um, and I love Samoa Joe in his blazer, open-throated dress shirt, his his uh, his beautiful, glorious uh, title perched on his shoulder. It's a beautiful his, looking belt. It really his is. Amp, his ample frame, like striding into the ring. I love it. He's he's a champion to me. It's good some good stuff. He, um, who is his champion? Like know. and part of it is because he's not like angry big guy. Like I love big guys that are just ice in their veins all the time. That's my yeah. kind of dude. What you mentioned about the buckshot lariat. One thing that I love about that move is the launch of it makes sense because you're building up momentum and force to throw behind the lariat. It doesn't feel superfluous to me like Jay Lethal's finisher or whatever. But at the end of the right. day, if he misses it, it was just a lariat at the end of the day. So he is able to recover from that very quickly. And I just appreciate that about that finisher of just like, all right, well, I can just hit you with something else because it is a lariat. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, occasionally this will happen on, on Tuesdays. We'll get back to back to back chats as puns. And these are some bangers right here. Geriatric Lynn. Too old Scorpio. Too old Scorpio. Thanks and John Senile. You can't senile me. 
banger after banger after banger. Um, this is some great stuff. Keep them coming, guys. You guys are amazing. yes, please. Um, so uh, <laughs> um, Orange Cassidy gets interviewed <laughs> by uh, by by Renee. And he's like, uh, hey. My mom yeah. loves him, so, by the way. I will update you on my parents' thoughts throughout this. Rod, Roddy, I'm, I'll fight you at Revolution if that's what you want. That's like six weeks from now. I was going to fight you last week, but you didn't want to do it then. So I guess we'll wait until Revolution. But I'm not going to wait because I like wrestling. That's what I do. So I'm going to do it this weekend. Uh, so I asked Tony if he would get four guys, uh, some of my friends, some of my enemies, and they'll fight. Friday on Rampage, and then I'll the winner. I'll fight that guy in Collision. So, I guess he decided he was going to do that. So, I guess that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> like this is his. This is just is so good. And then and then um, he's like, uh, "Yeah, Renee, well, I'm I'm going to go. I, I I'm going to go hang out ringside. Trent's fighting Wardlow. If you don't know if you saw him, yeah, a lot of meat. Yeah." Uh. yeah. And then he ends the conversation the way that I end conversations with my dad on the phone. All right. Bye. <laughs> that's all right. Bye. Just, just that's it. That's 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 how he that's how he was hang that up. But basically, no, it's like, um, all right, bye. Here's your mother again. And then I have to say the actual pleasantries <laughs> to my mother before I hang Hi, up. Hi, mom. Phone. Yep. All right, yep, okay. Yeah. One thing that's okay. great about wrestling is it often brings out our inner child. But what I appreciate about Orange Cassidy is it brings out my inner teenager. The apathetic, um, even yeah. when it's something that they care about and have asked for in this case, just the the whateverness about it all is really yeah. uh appreciated by like right. 15-year-old Kate who couldn't be bothered with anything. Um yeah. I love that he called out like Hey, there's a six-week gap between when we set this match mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the build to Revolution. Yeah. Not just giving up on that time period is really refreshing. And I hope... Very cool. And AEW is pretty good about this. Keeping the consistency of if you're even the one that I face at Revolution is something that always needs to be in play here. Um, but I'm intrigued about who that might be. And I also love that he was like, some of my friends, some of my enemies... Some of my friends that are also my enemies, or whatever that hybrid yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that he said, which yeah. I was like, that feels kind of like where Trent's at right now. Yeah. But I just loved the gave me the Family Guy vibes of friends becoming enemies, enemies mm -hmm. becoming friends. Got a <laughs> compelling protagonist. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, the four guys who are fighting on Rampage are uh, Commander, Kip Sabian, Butcher. And Vikingo. Um, I'm assuming Vikingo wins that just because I really want to see Cassidy versus Vikingo in a one on one. But any of those guys could win it. And I just love the idea of a guy trying to do like a Phoenix splash, rolling through and immediately being decapitated by the butcher. Like there's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun stuff on that Rampage match tomorrow. So that'll be good. Um, uh, um, um, so. Uh, the Young Bucks. <laughs> They're polarizing. Um, they are not for everyone, but they are for me. So I, <laughs> um, 
this this new version of them, especially because both guys are so different as these heels. Yes. It's very, I it's love very fun. I love I love that Nick barely cracks a smile and he's um he's just very like he doesn't he doesn't I don't just I disapprove of everything that you're doing, but I'm not gonna say anything about it. And Matt's like, hi, I'm gonna I'm gonna overly praise you, but but then I'm gonna undercut everything I just said. <laughs> All right, bye. Um he's the glad handing, like like um insincere boss. The guy who like I don't nothing that you that you're doing or saying. I I don't believe any anything you're saying, but I, I'm just trying to stay on your good side. But then again, how would I know if I'm on your good side because you behave in this manner, and then the other guy just scowling at you? I really like what they're doing. Uh, the interview with Marvez uh, is is fun. Uh, I hope you like that new catering. That was us uh, as the lone <laughs> surviving EVPs was something that they said. Um, and then after the interview, uh, running down the the Martin boys for for not being in their yes. gear. Um, you guys just getting here? No, we've been here since one. What are you talking about? Where are your credentials? Where are your credentials? You're walking around here without with your credentials on. You you're the ones who hired us. You know what I mean? That's I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty uh, it's pretty good. I like it. I. If you find it, if you don't like it, that's the point, by the way. Like, it is right. polarizing, yeah, yeah. and there's people that like it, and there's a lot of people who are getting got, and I know Sean talked about that at length last week, so I don't want to reiterate, but, like, I, in addition to whatever CM Punk WWE references you think are being made, everybody has also had this experience of bosses like this. Um, they have had the boss who is nice to your face, but talking to upper management about stuff you're doing wrong or is being nice so that they can ask you to come in on a weekend later right. or the boss who um, doesn't really say much and you can't get a read on them. And also mm -hmm. that are enforcing rules that don't mean anything because they feel like it. I love all of this. The, the looks of the two of them, if Roddy had his shitty little boots, them and their shitty little mustaches is hysterical to me. feels yep. very much like the Vince mustaches. Um, I, I like the Young Bucks, and I like that for their entire careers that I've watched them, they've taken criticisms and turned them up to 11, right? The, yeah. your gear is too flashy. I'm going to come out with basically a lampshade on my head. Like, yeah. I appreciate that because I think it's cheeky. And also, I'm a Muppets fan. The show within yeah. a show thing works for me. Like, this yeah. EVPs in the show sure. thing works for me. Right. Um, I don't... Uh... I don't want to be like a thing like, oh, you're being worked. They want you to hate them because there are plenty of things that I know I'm supposed to hate that I don't hate in the way that they want me to hate it. Sure. I'm like, you know what I mean? So I can sympathize with somebody who never liked the Young Bucks. And that even now when they're supposed to not like them, they don't like not like them in the way they're supposed to not like them. They just hate the sight of them. And I can totally understand an impulse towards a character yes. like that. For me, really? it might be some might be somebody you're, you're gonna go on a cruise with here soon. But but for others it might be the young bucks, you know? Or Dominic Mysterio in your case is what it, I was thinking. It could be However, as well. Could um, be as well. Sure. If you don't I, like it, I, I just remember. I remember. Like it, I'm totally in on that. If you don't like it because you're a tribalistic nerd and falling for right. it, 
that right. is hilarious to me. <laughs> right. I, uh, I just remember being being scolded by by Sean at the formation of of Yas, of the Jericho Appreciation Society. He's like, yeah, you're not supposed to like it. No, 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 no. no. It's not like I'm like I'm. Oh, old Jack Jericho. He's being so mean. He's being a sports entertainer, and I don't like it. What it is is that I just hate the sight of Chris Jericho and anything that he does, and I want him off my screen no matter what he's doing. So it's it's that it's that kind of a thing. That's just that's just my own thing. But it's, plus, like if you're gonna. If it's going to be someone that you don't like on screen, at least right. wear a tiny little hat so that you can make fun of it. Right. Right. Because as soon yeah. as he got rid of that tiny little hat, what, what redeeming qualities were left? You know what I mean? Yeah. Jambeard says, evidenced by what is evidence what I've been what I've been saying. To me, I don't care for the WWE references or Vince mocking because I don't want to have anything about Vince on TV. However, I've never liked Heel Bucks, and I hate this version the most. Um, I... This that's is, fair. This, that's taste. That's you not liking. That's that's your that's that's personal preference. I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you about it. This is my favorite version of the Young Bucks. I love it. I'm very <laughs> so, very in. A... I'm not going to argue with anybody, but like what you like for sure. Um, here's something I d- didn't like. Just uh, across the, the board. Sometimes it feels like WCW puts their time in the wrong place. You have two hours and there's stuff. There's a bunch of stuff that's going to be on your show. I would argue there's extra stuff that could be on the show. If you allocated the time better. (laughs) Second woman smash. Sorry. For example, a a second woman's match. (laughs) By the way, there are going to be two women's matches on this episode of collision. That's awesome. So we'll talk about that. But there could be a second women's match tonight on the show. Because I would argue, I'm not saying it's got to be a squash, but I don't think it needs to take 15 minutes for Wardlow to beat Trent. I like Trent. I do a lot. He's proven to be a really good, valuable asset for the company, especially recently doing some really cool matches and stuff. But if what you are trying to communicate to me is that Wardlow is a beast who cannot be contained. He's got to beat a guy in fewer than 15 minutes. So um, I'm not saying a squash. I'm not saying two minutes. Eight. Eight minutes. Which leaves seven minutes to do something else. And then I would say, instead of Swerve taking 15 minutes to beat Jeff Hardy, nine. And then he got an extra six minutes. Six minutes plus seven minutes is 13 minutes you could do a whole bunch of extra stuff in there. And that's my thing with them is I, I feel like maybe they misallocate their time in certain spots, depending on what I think they're trying to communicate to me. And I think they were trying to communicate to me, oh my God, Wardlow can't be stopped. And maybe then he shouldn't take 15 minutes. So the chat is pointing this out and it's very funny because you said WCW and not AEW. Did I? <laughs> yeah, which rules. But my other thing is, if you have a five-minute overrun and I can think of 13 minutes of where we could cut time, Mm-mm. that's just silly. Um, yeah. And I feel like Suzuki and Adam Copeland... Now, Minoru Suzuki's 55 years old and Adam Copeland right. is in his 40s. Um, I'm so I don't yeah. I don't want them to try and outkick the coverage of what mm-hmm. they did, but I, it could have used a couple more minutes. Uh, but obviously, the first thing I'm going to go to is where's their second women's match. And there's right. just other things that I would... 
I would like to see more of, right? Um, but I will yeah. say one thing that's been refreshing and I think helpful in restoring the feeling right. is we've right. gotten more breathing room in more recent episodes of I'm not getting hit over the head with the same stuff every week. So I He's do appreciate just, just 50 now. Yeah, my goodness. So there were 105 years old ages yeah. <laughs> that. Um, but I, I agree with you in both of those matches that they could have been shorter. I am encouraged that there were two lengthy women's segments on the show tonight because Tony and Deanna was not yeah, a quick yeah, backstage. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, like if you can find a way to book Willow Nightingale on your show, I know that they're doing other stuff, but I'm just using right. her as an example. Like, if you can find a way to to do that, why wouldn't you do that? Like, let's let's give people more instead of dilute the things that we are giving them. Um, with Wardlow, I understand the temptation a little bit more because people have gotten burned out on the squashes, and Trent should feel like a viable. Um, opponent like he has been mm -hmm. in a lot of title matches where he's lost but he's supposed to feel like that caliber of a guy i think story-wise there's some interesting shades of gray that are happening with him right now that i like but that was still really long i don't know we didn't even get like a whisper in the wind did we like we didn't get a ton of i guess that feels more baby face in ring no we got a whisper in the wind it it it, it yeah we did it ended up with them both laying on the ground for a while okay um, well shame on me then but yeah. uh overall it, it did feel I, I'm someone that likes in-ring focus, but it did feel like Swerve was not facing Jeff Hardy of yore. He was facing no. Jeff Hardy of today, and he should have and been I mean, able to like, put him away sooner. Jeff has now put together two decently long, and I'm not saying the match was bad. It was a good match. This Hardy and 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 Swerve match was a good match. Sure, but does it, it just serve felt, the story it, to your does point? Does it serve the story? And also, Jeff, fresh off of a loss on a rampage, gets gets a match on a dynamite. Um, uh, is it is it Squeaky Wheel getting the grease because Jeff has been complaining uh, on social media about not getting more time and stuff? I don't know, but um, I would have loved uh, to have him. Like, if you have him, you don't have Dark anymore, so it's difficult. But like Jeff getting a few wins back to back, and all of a sudden, like maybe the old Jeff Hardy is back. Let's have him face Swerve and see what happens. Um, maybe that's a little different to me. But I thought the match was 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 good. Um, Swerve did a lot of Jeff Hardy stuff. Uh, Orion Ben says Swerve when Swerve does your taunt set better than you. Was this uh, movie? Uh, was match movie? Um, performance. It was so long. It was so long. It felt <laughs> like movie. Um, but Swerve got the victory. Wardlow got the victory. Hangman got the victory. Those are the three guys who have specifically said we're coming after Samoa Joe. Um, I do not expect Wardlow to get involved. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Involved in that title match at Revolution, um, but I do expect Hangman and Swerve to both be in it in a triple threat. Sure, um, and if we're heading toward a triple threat, I do feel like no shenanigans is the way to go. Like you don't, yeah. you don't need that for Wardlow because that's not even really where his focus is. Like he's one of the devils, right? Yeah. So um, that feels like overreaching a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, very a very fun match. It is nice to see Jeff Hardy looking better. Truly, um, right. And in there with the right opponents, like him and him and Darby, I thought I was like, this is actually a really good match. Like mm-hmm. they Darby speaks his language really well. Swerve, this this was fun seeing the nods in there, but it it's a little difficult when you have a star that I'm making today and a nostalgia act, which should carry some weight, but it's it's just that Swerve Swerve's outpacing everyone. Yeah, so to really to say that he's outpacing jeff hardy is there's a a really big gap there to to your point that doesn't need to be a 15 minute long match so um backstage in an interview with renee um with adam swerve interrupts and renee tells them that there's going to be a dealer's choice next week um swerve will pick hangman page's opponent and uh hangman will pick swerve's opponent they did not do that yet today It'll probably be probably be announced over social media. I don't think they'll wait for the actual uh, show to do it. But unless Brian Cage's torn lat that they told us about is too bad for him to wrestle, uh, it'll probably be Brian Cage. And if not, it'll be Toa Leona. I don't see Swerve going outside of his own gang to no. um, to pick the to pick the person. But that is a is an interesting thing for Adam Page. Adam Page is kind of a loner. I don't know who Adam Page picks to, to face uh, Swerve Strickland. Uh, I honestly don't. The, oh, the, the it's it's an interesting um, little dilemma here. They're also talking about who's who's going to shake out to be the number one guy in the rankings at the end of the month. And what it seems to me is what they're what they're implying is the number one guy in the rankings at the end of January has a big leg up on getting that title match. Uh, versus uh, Swerve in um, uh, at Revolution. Is that Swerve versus uh, Samoa at the at, at the end of Revol- in the Revolution? I don't know if it's going to be like a. They were saying the end of January. Who's going to be number one at the end of this month? Who's going to be number one? It feels weird to be like, okay, in a week, who's going to be number one? And then wait five weeks to do the the, the big title match. So we'll see. Yeah, unless they meant the end of a month from now. We're also assuming someone's going to be higher in the rankings, right? If they come in at a dead heat, that's a a fun story to tell. But um, if I'm voting with my heart, the person I want Adam Page to pick is Sue Grayson. 
but that is completely me voting with my heart. That guy has not been on television on AEW basically since they resigned him. I don't know what the deal is with that, but um, you know what, Alex? Kind of feels like a fun little thing maybe to like bet on. You could. You could do that. Like it's like a friendly, friendly wager with your friends. It could be. And I don't know. There's like fun things happening in the world of wrestling as far as betting goes, mm-hmm. especially with Royal Rumble coming up. And I just mm. feel like you'd want to make educated decisions about such mm-hmm. a thing. You know what I mean? Right. Do you know like where I would be able to consult and check and who like opens up their lines earlier than everybody else? Because I want to place my bets early. Ah, uh, Gosh, I'm trying to think. Wait. Mm, no. Hold on. I'm getting a message from Sean Ross Sapp. Are you? I I am Sean. BetOnline.ag is the official betting partner of Fightful. 100% of the time when you get the odds from Fightful, they are coming from BetOnline.ag. And it's not just wrestling. It's not just MMA and boxing. It's football. It's basketball, baseball, hockey. They have the earliest lines. You can bet big with the high limits and rebet functionality. They have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit. They've been trusted for 25 plus years. It's not some fly-by-night company. BetOnline AG has been there. They've done that. In addition, they're trusted by millions. They've got VIP rewards programs and a ton of popular games. BetOnline.ag, that's where I go to make my bets. That's where I suggest you go to, my friends. Please just bet what you can and bet responsibly. I was causing no shenanigans backstage. What are you talking about? I I want you to tell the people what you were doing. (laughs) I might have been reenacting the stock footage that you guys were looking at. May have been. You may have been. Great exaggeration, but you may have been not, not exaggerating the value of our friends at Bet Online no. AG. And darn it, when you're winning all this money because you are making such informed decisions about right. your betting, my yeah. God, come on over to Fightful Select and spend some of it with yeah. us, would you? In a year of unprecedented contract news, don't you want the most uh, accurate information? Yeah. Don't you yep. want? The most information? Don't you want to know exactly what Sean Rossap said so there's not dorks on Twitter being like, oh, I heard Mercedes Monet is going to Wrestling Society X. Enough. All right. Just subscribe to Bible Select for $5 a month. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, baby. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's just the scoop. So I didn't even tell you about Mm -hmm. Sean's QA, where if you have a question, we will get it answered or at least ask about it. Tons of added value. Tons of uh, additional podcast shows. You get Ask Rhapsody. You get The Hump Goes On. You also get me and Alex. Yes. Doing pay-per-view post shows as well as an alternative raw review where we get sour. Yeah. We have a lot of fun um, on the old Select. And sometimes we do a Saturday show just because Collision's really fun. Yeah. Um, Collision's supposed to be really fun this week. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. First of all, I want to say Jam Beard says, would love for Paige to pick Bandito just because I am manifesting a, ta- a stable of Paige, Bandito, and Brian Keith. I do like that stable. I'm um, not mad about it. <laughs> um, 
And Jambeard also says heel Wardlow brought back the corner knee, where he where he like hang, yes. hangs the dude's ankles from the from the top rope, holds him by the throat, and then drops him right onto a onto a knee. That was really cool. I've always liked that move. I'm so that glad you great. brought that spot up because it was what I loved about it this time was he almost elevated him to slam him into the knee, like with this extra force. I do appreciate that heel Wardlow works a lot differently than face Wardlow. Yes. Like he's made in ring adjustments to bring out the viciousness as opposed to being like, this guy can do some high flying stuff for a big guy. Like he's really transitioned into that. Well, and I don't think he's getting enough credit for the in ring jump that he's made with this character. All right. Elderly puns, and then we'll talk about somebody who's also elderly fighting Brian Danielson. In a couple of days. <laughs> Jambeard says, old puns? Well, fun fact, did you know that Bobby Fish said the first pun ever in history back in 1124? <laughs> I didn't know that, but folks, mm -hmm. where's the lie? I don't think where's it was in lie? that super chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zach Schemmel says, all elderly wrestling? Did I do that right? A-E-Dub. <laughs> Hey, hey, E-Dub. Uh, Matt Meet Norma says, the mogul elderly. Geriatric, <laughs> Expre Geriatric Express. Santana and Old Knees. Not Santana and o Ortiz. And Santana, Old, old Knees. knees. <laughs> Bobney Bob Fish. Just because. Uh, uh, FTR, Fear the Resuscitation. <laughs> that got um, dark. Second Lieutenant Colonel photo says Medicare part being the elite. <laughs> uh, Orion Ben says respect Walker. What did you say? Huh? Can't hear you. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel photo says AAR Peter Avalon. <laughs> Jambeard says techno turn down that damn music team 2000. God, listen, Wednesday night people, if you don't know, for some reason, I have a real affinity for Techno Team 2000. God bless Eric Watts and Chad Fortune, I think. Mm -hmm. Tom Valley says Jesse Dentura. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I wish really, somebody really did a Jesse Ventura impression around here. Nope. Tony Miller says the Bang Bang Walker gang. Uh, Aaron Kubizak uh, says... Um, what? 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 Like um, what chance, but just a guy chance? who can't hear. But literally a guy who can't hear anything. Respect. Uh, I love that one. Alpha Bill, Alpha Bill says triple preparation H. <laughs> Jambeard says, who's retirement home? Swerve's retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> From B-Suite, the bucket list in your boy. <laughs> Bill says prostate vance. Prostate vance. Tony Burgess says the rock ing chair. Uh, Tom LaValley says wheelchair Yuda of the Blackpool Cribbage Club. <laughs> Joseph Talcott says Colt Boom Boomer Cavana. <laughs> uh, Alpha Bill says. Okay, Stone boom, Cold, boomer. Stone Cold says, "What? What? <laughs> no, seriously, what?" what? Uh, there you go. Same thing. Um, this is this is one of my favorites. L Lieutenant Colonel Photo. 
Help, I've fallen Hanley and I can't get up. <laughs> um, uh, T-O-2-X-O says double A-A-R-P Arn Anderson. <laughs> Tony nice. depends. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lieutenant Colonel Photo says Bronson reading glasses. Oh, I love that one. House, house coat of black. House coat of black is very nice. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Photo says chin up, tits out, and watch for the orthotics. <laughs> Andrew Dickoff says El Abuelo del Vikingo. <laughs> really good Uh, insert clever tegan knox puzz says tegan nana tegan tegan nana tegan nana oh that's sweet michael compton says the mezuzula (laughs) i'm the mezuzula and i'm awesome mezuzula oh that's really really good joseph talcott says back in my new day Back in my new day, <laughs> Joseph Talcott says, Prince Nana. Uh, Meet Norma says, Prince Grandpa Nana. El Cerro. Grandpa El Cerro Metamucil. <laughs> El Cerro Metamucil. Wizard of Smoke. Uh, uh, Wizard <sighs> of Smoke says, Do I prefer WWE or AEW? It depends. Ah. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. Um uh <laughs> Town Spurs says prune Akiyama. <laughs> that is a June Akiyama pun. The best part of that is I heard it in Eddie Kingston's voice. <laughs> <laughs> prune Akiyama. My God. Our do it says AEW seems to be doing a lot. To restore the feeling, and I appreciate it. Rankings, sports presentation, giving women more time and stories. Now they got to fix ticket prices. That everyone's like, what are they? What can they do? Honestly, I'm sorry. Like, if it, cut your ticket prices in half. You'd be amazed how many more people come to your shows. And and yeah, and, and once you get up, once you get people used to it, they'll pay more to come back if they have a good time. But they can't go to something they don't know if they're going to have a good time at. By paying these very large ticket prices. I'm just saying. And on top of that, you're cultivating this notion that they get cheaper closer to the date, which is not a healthy way to manage things. They did just change the director. I think he was the director of Mm -hmm. live events. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that'll probably be coming. But they also, if you look at the trajectory of AEW and live events, so much of this promotion in their early existence was in COVID. And so when they first were just able to tour, everybody was so excited because it was the first time they were going to get to see this product. Now they've been back to a lot of places three or four times, maybe more. Chicago, it's been 57 times or whatever. Like, it's crazy what they've done. So just the the shiny newness wore off and they now have to go kind of refine that balance. But it cracks me up when people are like, the the product is dying, man. They had their highest Mm -hmm. grossing year in 2023. Right, right. Pay-per-view sales are through the roof. They always sell out the pay-per-views. Obviously, Wembley is going to be a huge smash success. Mm-hmm. 
I want to find the rhythm with it. It looks really bad. It's something they need to address. But this idea that AEW is going somewhere because of it right. is yeah. incorrect. Um, now, Arjunwood also says um, American Dragon versus uh, Nagata is nuts. Let me tell you how nuts it is that they're going to have Danielson versus Nagata. Um, I was looking up a picture of Nagata um, to, to show you guys. And I think the best one to show you to, 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 ex to express how old Nagata is, is this picture. Um, <laughs> Yuji Nagata was in the WCW versus NWO N64 game. That's how old Yuji Nagata is. He is listed here next to Larry Zabisco. <laughs> that is how old Yuji Nagata is. Um, okay, he's the uh, exact same age as Minoru Suzuki. Uh, but, like, just the idea that he's the how long he's been around. It, what a freaking yes. le legend he is. Yeah. Um, and the idea that just out of the blue on a, well, I guess it's not a random Saturday. Is this Royal Rumble Saturday? But just the idea. Yeah, but it's not their Royal Rumble. <laughs> no, I mean? no, but, but they're doing, they are definitely counter-programming. Sure. Um, but the idea that they were just like out of the blue, let's let's just drop American uh, American Danielson, uh, American Dragonson, uh, Americanial, Americanial Dragonson mm -hmm. against Yuji Nagata is is friggin' awesome. Like I, it rules. <laughs> I love it. I when people love say it. that it's like a criticism that like Tony Khan just looks at his action figures and banks matches, mm -hmm. yeah. When it happens like this, it absolutely rules. I will take it. And also, it's just fun because we're we're obviously leading to Danielson and Eddie Kingston. And mm -hmm. who, like, what a fun development for Eddie Kingston to have, right, with this. Yeah. So yeah. I, I love that they're doing it. I love that they continue to do stuff like this. I love that it broke earlier today. I think from, I didn't double check the sources, so I'm not 100% right. sure it's reputable. But yeah. they said that. Adam Copeland was like, can we get Suzuki for this? And Tony Khan was like, let's find out. And then found out and was like, let's announce it right now. <laughs> like, I love how fun this product feels. And it, it does feel like they are making an extra effort to listen to what makes their fan base mm -hmm. happy after having strayed yeah. from that for the better part of a year last year. Yeah. So uh, that's just a lot of fun. It's fun when we get to have silly, right. insane things like this to talk about. Yeah. And fun for Danielson too. Like this is his yeah. last oh my god. Time oh year. my god. Like, Danielson must be over the moon about this. Yeah, this <laughs> is so me? cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um uh another thing. Well, here I want to talk about this first. Okay. They they build it as a six-man elimination escape the cage match. For this House of Black versus FTR and and Garcia, and I don't know how that works. The idea that like, if you better time it so all three of you escape the cage at this exact same time, because if one of you gets out, then it's three on two, and then the two guys are going to get destroyed, and the other three guys get out. So I'm 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 wondering how this works. That the only way that you that that you need to get all of your guys out of the cage before they get all of their guys out of the cage. Then it just becomes who are the fastest climbers? 
That's that's the fastest climbing competition. That's not a wrestling match. Um, so... <laughs> just the idea of Dex Harbus. But what you gotta do is you, if you're if you're if you're Malachi and Bert, Bro, and Buddy, you just gotta boost Brody up to the top. Mm-hmm. Get him up there first, and then the, the two of you can scale it faster than Dax can. Well, know? I think um, if we learned anything from ROH this past week, it's that Johnny Parkour can still parkour. You know what I mean? They <laughs> they showed us in the heat of battle uh, yeah. in a promo with Dalton Castle that he's, he's still got it. So I would probably talk to Johnny TV about such a thing. But yeah. um, I that is interesting. I will say AEW does a lot of things very well. Their clarity about rules gets fuzzy mm-hmm. sometimes, and their multi-band matches get real weird sometimes. Um, and that's something that they need to work on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because this is weird. Um, yeah. So we uh, are also getting on on Collision. We're getting uh, uh, Mariah May versus Lady Frost. Uh, which that is cool, and, Ser- and Serena Deeb's first match back. So that is two women's matches on Collision. That is awesome, and we get to see Serena Deeb back. Uh, I don't expect that match will be will be long, but it will it'll be great to see her back. And that does count as two women's matches. Uh, that's it great. Does. Um, so speaking of women and being great, Timeless Tony Storm and Deanna Barrazzo face to face was friggin' amazing because somehow they shot it half. They split screen it in half black and white Brilliant. and half color, which is awesome. Uh, and then we we get just Tony Storm being the most Delulu version of herself. <laughs> it's just amazing. Um, her thing of like, um, uh, I heard you were body shamed. I heard you were body ridiculous. shamed, which is ridiculous because there are so many better reasons to shame you for. I've had it up to here with you calling yourself the best technical wrestler in the game. If you get in the ring with me, I will twist your lips so hard, you're going to need an epidural. What What does that mean? I know exactly what that means. That's a problem, though. Yes. My goodness. uh... (laughs) Um, uh, She's also. Uh, uh, also, her whole thing, where she where she says, where Jenna Perazzo brings up like, I know you, like we yes. you when you moved to the states for the first time, you slept in my house, like we are we were we were this is you can you can play it down or deny it all you want. Our ankles will tell the story, and they show that they have matching tattoos on their right feet, uh, on their ankles, and then. Tony says, you can take your tattoo and shove it straight up your bum hole. <laughs> she's, she's magic. She's, she's magic. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Some things that I really liked from Diana in this, uh, she flat out called her crazy. And we've seen people hinting around it and whatever, but like for her to just, in a sit-down promo... Say, I, I and I don't want to face that version. I want to face the version of the woman that I do. Um, I I love that she just went in for the kill. Not like you're a little wacky or you're a little unhinged. I sit down and interview no. about this. No. Just went in for the kill on it. 
loved her bringing back the um, history. And the tattoo thing is just so cool. And I also loved the way that the screen went to full color when they finally got physical with yeah. each other. What, yeah. a, what a cool thing to have that like break the barrier here. Um, yeah. Her taking out Luther, I also thought was a very fun thing to do in this. And Mariah May just continues to to fit so perfectly into mm -hmm. this role. The way they um, they sh they shuffled her backstage was so great too. It was it was like um, she had a wardrobe malfunction. The way they like covered her and took her back, like it was a yeah. very fun, 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 fun thing. Um, but I I really loved. I love at some point Tony Storm is going to have to be I, I never want it to happen but at, at some point she's going to have to face reality right oh yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. I'm of the belief that she should just show up and pretend nothing ever happened like I would love for her to just be like hey what's up uh, <laughs> I like in this story like the the breaking into full color when they finally touched I love Deanna just really going for something very sincere in what has been just the silliest little act of all time um Tony Storm has just been unbelievable in this. What a fun, refreshing character to have in this wacky little world. I absolutely love it. Um uh Louise saying that if Dion if Deanna taps out Tony with an ankle lock at Revolution to win the title, it will be a chef's kiss moment. And um I'm just not just not ready for Tony to lose the title yet. Um I love Deanna. Uh we'll see. I think she'll definitely try for it and there'll there'll be a thing. We might even get one of those things I hate, which is the visual tap out, but she the ref didn't see it because Mariah May. Something like that they might do. Um, but I, I think there's so much story there for Mariah May and Tony to 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 play out while Tony's still the champion. Um, that I want to see that happen because I love Mariah May running in and pulling Tony away from Deanna, not attacking Deanna, pulling her way you know um that was really cool um and them falling over each other to leave when we finally and i mean finally like 2025 lose all of of this version of tony storm i want it to start in drips and drabs like she's doing a dr jekyll and mr hyde oh that's like, a funny like idea the real her comes back in spurts and then she loses it and goes back to her craziness until eventually She's dragged out of it. Maybe, maybe the actual person eventually who does pull her out of it is Diana Perazzo. Maybe that you tell that story over the long term, but there's some some good stuff. Um, or or it being Mariah May or Ruby Soho. Like there's there's a lot of fun a options lot of, there. A lot of people. A lot of people. It's it's going to be interesting to see what they choose to do with Diana. She could very easily win it, and that would be a great call because she is probably. I mean, definitely top three, if not the best technical women's wrestler in the world. She's unbelievable. Um, some of the arm bar work she was doing in that collision match was so great. Um, Someone definitely needs to hire Dan Housen to perform an exorcism on Tony Storm. It, it has to happen. That's a thing. Is. Thank you, Orion Ben. That is exactly how that needs to happen. Thank you. Um, uh, Cyclo but I will says, say, like... Wendy Richter will be the one to pull, pull the, the real <laughs> Tony Storm out of her. Wendy Richter. Uh, I uh, this this division is really feels like it's starting a tide because there's you could easily have Deanna do that. Mercedes is coming in. Um, yeah. I, I think to have 
her versus Jamie Hayter at all in is something that would be really cool. So if you want Mercedes to be the one to win, you could have Jamie Hayter beat this version of Tony Storm. There's a lot of options right now. But what I love is that outside of expanded screen time, which is desperately needed, and I think being worked on, it feels that mm -hmm. way. Um, there are a lot of people that feel like world-class title holder, contender level people mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Some of them are young stars like Julia Hart. Some of them are your Deanna Perrazzo's, your Jamie Hayter's, your Tony Storm's right. of the world. Um, I would love for there to be women tag belts by the time Tony Storm gets pulled out of this. Because it would be yeah. really fun if she and whoever brought her back to life were able to go on a successful babyface run um, in, in some tag programs. I think it would be really great. Yeah. Uh, Jambeard says, poor Bully Ray. He was freaking out on Twitter about the background story of the tattoos, LOL. I do not subscribe to Bully Ray's newsletter, so I have no idea what, what his his thing is about that. Uh, poor Bully Ray. Um, uh, Jambeard says uh, that Luther ate Deanna's foot like his name was Quentin Tarantino. Um, <laughs> yeah, she did, she did get a good old smackaroo in there. She did. Um, Meet Norma says, how do we get to Dalton Castle throwing cheese? I don't believe this has ever been communicated uh, on this particular uh, program. My idea about how to get Dalton Castle involved in this. But if you go back to like the old Starlet era, there were a lot of flamboyant male companions that, that were just around the women back in the day. Uh, they loved hanging out with them because they were fun. And th they needed the women to, to act as beards because you needed that back in the day. Um, Judy Garland and Liberace, who was the most flamboyant of all the performers, uh, were, were very good friends and were actually married for three days in 1967 before it was annulled when they found out she was still actually married to some other guy. And you can't be married at the same time, so they annulled the wedding. So I love the idea of her and Dalton Castle becoming fast friends and then there being a very elaborate proposal by Dalton Castle uh, she accepts, of course, and then there's a huge wedding on Dynamite of, of Tony Storm and Dalton Castle would be amazing. And then on Collision, literally three days later, she comes out and says, I have a note here from the, from the courts. Um, uh, apparently, I'm or, uh, apparently, I am already married. I am already betrothed <laughs> to a man named Juice. Imagine. Imagine the courts coming down and telling you, you cannot be with the love of your life because you are already married to a beverage. Um, and I just want that. I want, I want that. So we'll I do too. Uh, Dalton Castle doing great work on ROH throwing cheese he from his, he was, he's great. He's in a downward spiral. He came down the ramp with a sandwich in his hand a few weeks ago. Um, what I love about this idea of Dalton Castle with Tony Storm is one, we made it up and that's just fun. And two, right. it's, um, because it's ours, it's our idea. Because it's, it's ours, but he already has the boys. So like them mm -hmm. as groomsmen in the wedding is so fun or them just in the mm -hmm. background of him playing piano to her or whatever you want to do. Like that part of the presentation auto-completes itself. Mm -hmm. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm fully rooting for that angle, but I, I just can't say enough about the gangbusters run that we're getting out of Tony Storm. Right. Um, Jambeard um, saying that uh, Taya, Danhausen, Dalton, and Abaddon all need to enter the Tony Storm movie universe. Taya is perfect. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. A, she's already getting involved in this Deanna Perrazzo thing. Johnny TV is already involved. Uh, her husband is already involved with Dalton Castle. Perfect. Johnny TV. Macho man Randy oh, oh. Average, he called him. Right. 
Johnny TV gets to be the 50s heartthrob throwback. He gets to be the guy with the James Dean hair, super cool. And Taya, Taya gets to be the rival because all these old starlets always had another starlet oh, yeah. in Hollywood who hated, they hated each other. And there was always the one that was prim and proper and trying to be everything. And then there was the one who was like just a foul mouthed and crazy West, like, yeah, yeah. that kind of a thing. And that's Taya. So let's get all of them together. It'll be great. Let's do it. Um, I'm in. So as Taya is uh, challenging Deanna Perrazzo, uh for next week, I, I do remember you and I do have some history. with Super you. fun. So, Super so let's fun. have a match next week. That'll be really good. That'll be yes. really good. Um, so um, John Moxley cuts a promo. He's great. He's still not being specific about who he's coming for. I've seen people saying Will Ospreay will be his match at Revolution, which I would not be mad about in the least. But still holding out hope. You want to hear the coin drop. Still holding out hope that the Revolution starts with Moxley, who has been told by Tony Khan, you can have a match at Revolution. I'll find you an opponent. And Moxley says, I don't care who it is. Bring them on. And the whole revolution starts with Moxley coming out of the crowd to Wild Thing. Everyone's everyone's amped for it. Moxley in the ring. He's doing Moxley stuff, working out the neck, bouncing back and forth. And then we hear the coin drop. And Okada's debut is versus Moxley in at Revolution. That's that's my booking. That's what I want. That's what I want. But I love that idea. Um, <clears throat> there's obviously. A perfect setup with Osprey and and Mox because sure. they're the last stallion to of New course. Japan with Finlay winning the title. But uh, Okada and Mox is a damn good time. <laughs> no complaints about that. Uh, I and the vagueness is good because Mox. I, I love him being like, "Do you know how many titles we have? I don't know, but it's a lot. I don't sit around counting them anyway." Like <laughs> just breezing mm-hmm. by the fact that. The, the whole ethos of the Blackpool Combat Club is that success is expected, not like, let's pause and celebrate it for ourselves. Like, we should be winning, and if we're not, we adjust, and then we go and win. Um, very cool to do that. And he just has the command, not only promo-wise, but he's one of, if not the most successful... So I guess he's the most successful champion in AEW. I think that's probably fair to say. Um, right. So him... Being vague, waiting around for a while, it's not like you're like, when's this guy gonna fight someone already or anything like that? Like, it'll, it'll carry the weight Hardy. it should when he's already he does. on Rampage. Like, he's he's already fighting, he, he loves fighting people, they're always gonna give him somebody to fight. We just don't know yet who the guy right. he's going to fight is, and that's I like that a lot. Um, it's fun. Thunderosa and Red Velvet had a really fun match, yeah. I loved um, this. Some people were saying um, that it was clunky, but I don't think it was bad clunky. That was no, fun. Um, <laughs> sometimes it should look like a fight. Yeah. You know I mean? And I like and that I... coming out of Red Velvet. We haven't seen mm-hmm. that side of her. And yeah. She's killing it since she's been back. This is some of the most consistent work we've seen out of her. Yeah. Um, so I'm listen, I'm 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 all in on on Thunder Rosa eventually picking a lane, going after Julia. It makes sense. She's already interacted with Abaddon and Julia, so uh sky blue it makes sense let's let's get that all set up here in the next couple of weeks it doesn't have to be right now let's that's it, cool uh but I, I feel like we're probably getting thunder versus julia hart at revolution which sure. could be a lot of fun 
should be a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, Red Velvet has looked really good since uh, in in recent weeks. I think she's she's got something there too. A lot. I loved the stomp spot that she had today. Like even her attitude because she was <laughs> in the baddies. Like that had such a different feel than how she is right now. But Alex, we've talked about Revolution quite a bit. We have. It's a pay per view, and it's it is kind of it expensive. Is. It can be sure. It yeah. can be, but it's not expensive if you're somewhere else in the world. You know oh. what I mean? It's a little, it's not so pricey if you can mm. relocate to Lithuania. Oh. Mm. I know somebody that can help you with your airfare. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, (laughs) any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc. And you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. (laughs) I was doing it again. Yeah, no, you'd like to do that. (laughs) It's <laughs> the first time I have the guy with his bike on his phone who's mm-hmm. still protected by NordVPN because they can yes, protect yes. so many devices anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but him having the bike being like, on my phone with my bike. Mm-hmm. That was my best acting performance ever. James Zimmerman says, well, howdy, folks. Great show. A lot of stuff is percolating now. I can't wait for it to pop at Revolution. What do you want to see at Revolution? The coin drop. The co- Moxley comes out first. <laughs> I've worked myself into a shoot. I've worked myself into a shoot. Um, also, I, w- I want to see that, the triple threat. I want I, I, I want to see Hangman versus Swerve versus Samoa Joe because I think that match would be friggin' brutal. I think they would hit each other so damn hard. Uh, and I feel like um, I feel like it's Swerve's time, man. I feel like I feel like the timeline perfectly adds up, perfectly shakes out for Swerve to win the title Revolution. And carry it into All In, where he faces Will Ospreay, and Will Ospreay beats him at All In for the world title. And then, who knows, man? Will Ospreay can carry that thing around for a long time. But like Swerve getting to be getting getting the summer of Swerve would be really, really cool. There's some a lot of cool stuff you could do there. That's what I want. Uh, I'm not kidding when I say I want Wendy Richter to debut, <laughs> just to appear. I don't need her in the ring. Um, it it seems like the next logical step. I you know what? I, I there's not a specific thing I want to see. I think Swerve winning there would be cool because he debuted at Revolution two years ago. That's just like I like moments like that. Um, I, the the feeling that everybody's chasing, All Out had it on a pay per view, mm-hmm. and I would like to have 
how I felt watching that, watching Revolution. Right. Um, and there's been a lot of really great pay-per-view since, and All In right before it was awesome, but that just felt like the most authentic AEW-y thing that they could have done. Um, and I don't think it was just because of the CM Punk whatever. That was such a great pay-per-view. The crowd's mm-hmm. chanting meat. We're getting Takeshita versus Kenny Omega. How that yeah. felt is how I want to feel at Revolution. Uh, and right. I, I just want I want Sting to be so happy. Those are honest to God. Like As a person, I want Sting to be so happy. And that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Butella Titty says, happy birthday, Jay. We love you. Hashtag them boys. Um, happy birthday, is, Jay. Happy birthday, Jay. Um, Kaza says that Kate and Alex are the Kobe and Shaq of Fightful. Thank you. Except, yes. except for they hated each other, and we are. Uh, I hate you though. So we are best friends. We are best friends, but inevitably that means I have to hate you. And eventually, we will turn on each other. You are yes. definitely kicking. You are definitely kicking me through a barbershop window. It's definitely happening. It's definitely in that way. I am the Marty Jannetty of this of this of this duo. <laughs> you don't think stop. I don't know it. I don't think I don't know it. Um, Kevin Page says, fact, Kate has a better Twitter game than Nyla Rose. Well, flattered, but that's a lie. Nyla Rose is the best at Twitter. Um, <laughs> so, Sting and Darby Allen come out. Starby. Darby said, Starby. Uh, ding. And, um, <laughs> listen, if... <laughs> If you can put their names together that way, then I can put them together my way. It's... <laughs> but I think uh, your Darby Allen impression calling themselves Ding. Ding. We are Ding. Um, so Ding is coming it's... for you. <laughs> it's Ding! Okay. Um, so... <laughs> So, um, <laughs> Darby basically says, I, I think we, we're the rankings are back. We're like 26 and 0 or whatever. We never lost a match as a tag team. Uh, we deserve it to match for the titles. The titles. And then, um, uh, what do you say, Sting? I know you don't, you, you never wanted this, but, um, uh, um, hey, Savannah, maybe you could convince him. Maybe. Maybe the, the the maybe the maybe the twenty four hundred of you who are here uh, can convince Sting um, of uh, that he should do this, and they're like, "Yeah, do it!" And he's like, "All right, Savannah, I'm all in." I was like, "So wait, if if you had been anywhere else, who were like, nah, I don't know, then then you wouldn't have agreed to it." So we're getting Sting uh, and Darby versus. Um, uh Richard and Large William for the uh for the tag titles in two weeks. They will beat uh Richard and Large William. Um I don't want them to because I believe Ricky and Big Bill are great together and deserve a deserved a better tag reign than this. These guys work really well together in the ring. They're great on the mic together. They did not do nearly enough with these guys as tag champs. The, the, the Golden Jets thing falling apart because – was never should have been booked, by the way. The Golden Jets thing was terrible from the beginning. But the horrible thing of, like, Ke- Kenny getting diverticulitis, and they were like, let's pivot 
to Jericho and another guy who used to hate Jericho like 17 minutes ago. And then that gets settled at a battle of the belts. Like they didn't, they, they steamrolled FTR to get those titles. Yeah. Barely done anything with them since. And I think that if you're, I'm fine with having a short reign that's impactful and good and exciting. They didn't do nearly enough with Ricky, especially Ricky, Ricky Starks, man. Like that, that you gotta be doing everything you can to convince that dude to stick around. He's Ricky Starks. And I think big bill is great with him. They should have, they, I don't think you'd need to take the tag titles off of them at all to do Sting and Darby versus the Young Bucks. I especially don't think you need to do that if you have Sting and Darby win that match versus the Young Bucks and then just vacate the titles. I definitely don't think you need to do that. No, 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 no. They'll lose them to the Young Bucks, I think. Uh, And honestly, dickhead EVPs with the tag titles is not something I hate. I, I would love for Ricky Starks to be the one that eventually beats Eddie Kingston for the Continental title. Uh, that Just two really, really different guys in every aspect of it. And Eddie being so beloved and Ricky being hard to hate. Um, but we boo him because he's a bad guy. Um, there's a lot of money to be made in that. And Ricky deserves that. And I, I feel like was supposed to be a top guy on collision in the singles division, the multi-man picture for it. We're going to talk about the acclaimed bullet club gold and the mobile embassy. The multi-man picture is the last piece of the feeling that is unrestored. In my opinion, embarrassment of riches with the tag division. We were talking about a year and a half ago, even. Um, and also you had other teams in the mix that are still there. That felt important. You had, Butcher and Blade, like, were around and competitive, all these things. So um, I'm glad we started to get back to, like, the workhorsemen having shots and things like that. But, like, that multi-man picture was a cornerstone of what AEW was, and they really got to get it back. Um, I would really, really, really like to see an honest-to-God effort around both of those belts because I, I agree with you. It's not the fault of Ricky Starks and Big Bill. They have just done nothing they have done nothing with this. Um, and I understand the changes, but like, come on. Like Jericho needing Sammy Guevara is lame booking and should not have affected the not them team this much, especially when what they did was a multi-man match at World's End that was not for the title. Like that was just all so weird. So um, yeah. I, I hope the booking improves in the multi-man pictures. Uh, Jim Beard says, welcome to Starbies. Ding! Fries are done. Um, Vicky L says, hi, you two. Ding! <laughs> hi, you two. Always nice to see you. TK better not screw Sting over. I'm concerned he's going to take a loss. Absolutely not. Fight for rules. Absolutely yes. Absolutely Sting yes. Dar- he's going Dar- out on his Dar- neck. Dar- Dar- Darby, gets ta- Darby takes the pin. Uh, the Young Bucks... This heel version of the Young Bucks getting the heat for for winning the match, the last match was that's the that's the point of doing doing this. Like also, it's like if Sting was going to win the titles and then defend them for a few months, fine. But he's re- retiring in his first defense of the titles. 
that he he would would retain and then what like just leave him and then you then we're doing another tournament like i don't just Just did this with okada and new japan and it sucked there and it would suck here Um, they just had uh, Okada vacate, and you know what yeah, it did, did for the opposition? Nothing. It completely screwed over TMDK for no reason whatsoever. They could have made Fujita a star, and they chose not to. You don't even need to make the Young Bucks into stars here. You just need to give them the title and send them on a really exciting title run. Uh, mm-hmm. Sting is old school. He'll go out on his back whether he's the one that gets pinned or not. He might want to get pinned. Like I think he might be that old school, um, but... I, I could see this being a we got to say that Sting won a title in our company in the record right. books thing and and have it move on to what I think is a really I love this version of the Young Bucks. And I also think them being EVPs and choosing their opponents could lead to some mm-hmm. really, really fun work. Really fun work. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I who who are the who are the guys they gave a hard time to tonight? Our, our sweet babies in Top Flight. <laughs> top Flight? Yeah. Is it, is it possible this is the beginning of them giving a hard time to Top Flight all the time? And eventually, that would be really top, fun. Top Flight is baby faces that are trying to keep away from them because they're scared of Top Flight because they remind them of them. The young kids flying all over the place. Brothers. Shot. Brothers. Like, honestly, now I'm into this. Like, the idea of the Young Bucks take the t- titles, they're the bad guys, they're the EVPs, so they can choose who faces them and they'll never let Top Flight do it. If Like, actually doing... Because if this is a commentary on... I don't think it honestly is, except for the mustaches. On Vince McMahon and the evil authority figures of, of them keeping down the fan favorites until they finally have a match versus Top Flight and Top Flight are the guys to beat the young bucks for those titles. Like you can count me in on that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hydration I, Andretti's left in the wind, but that's okay. He's on ROH he, most he, weeks. He, he can, he can win the, he can, he can feud with Kyle Fletcher. Do that. Sure. Not mad about it. That would be really fun. They're very pure baby faces. Top flight. Yeah. Like they are just yeah. young, Naive little fellows getting held down by the corporate box would be a very fun story. I'm in on that. Let's do that. Book uh, it. Jambeard, Jambeard uh, says what he's waiting for at Revolution is Sting's uh, last match where he wins. None of this douchebag children beating him and Darby in his last match. No, I mean, no, no, no. There's nothing tradition- to be gained by someone retiring winning. There's nothing, There's nothing, be- nothing yeah. to be gained. Yeah, he's 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 been entirely protected. He's been protected for such a long time. Listen, I don't, I don't. I, he he chose the Bucks for a reason. Um, do I wish somebody had been built over the past year to be a younger person who gets the rub by beating Sting in his last match? Yeah, but they didn't do that. So, um, um, we got the AW's Trios Championships starting with about 20 minutes left of the show. And I was like, this is when you usually start the last match of the show. There are two matches left. What are we doing? Uh, the acclaimed win. With very important entrances, by the way, both Suzuki yes. and Ed Copeland. Yes, themes yeah. are a big deal here. They um, uh, the the listen, Max Caster, his raps very rarely pop me anymore. This one did by calling Toa Leona the guy from Moana. That that one, that one, that one popped me. 
That, okay, I won't, but I won't, that's I won't. The Rock, so you're kind of complimenting him. No, well, he looks like the guy from Moana. That's that's. He's not calling him The Rock. He says he looks no. like the guy from Moana because he does. Um, that guy's that a demigod, though. That's not an insult. No, it's not. But an it was insult. a fun reference. He looks like the guy from Moana. Um, it's 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 just observational humor. Um, right. uh, so uh, they they beat the Mogul Embassy, Brian Cage, Anatolian, and Khan. Uh, Khan takes the pin because he does. Um, and uh, the 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 notable thing is from Matty Nice saying Max Caster Max Caster beefing me Bully Ray, and then the acclaimed hit the 3D. Uh, is, <laughs> nah. Um, now get attendance to shut up the jabronis who want AW to fail. Yeah, we gotta get the attendance up. Uh, that's the only thing. I don't. I, the ratings, they're ratings are fine. They're fine. Um, they could be better, but they're fine. Um, the attendance can can look bad, but then again, like from 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 city to city, it looks different. You know what I mean? They're just yes. not. That's it. You need a live events coordinator who's going to do things like not book you in the city that the Super Bowl's in in the, the same week. So they made that change. and but hopefully everybody's going to be there. They'll be looking for stuff to do the night before, right? They're all going to be drunk the night before. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> not going to wrestling shows. Yeah. Um, uh. So, um, yeah, they, they won. They retained with help from the rest of the Bang Bang Scissor gang. Um, I know what was so, funny in this? Prince Nana put a chair in the ring and passed it to nobody. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. I was like, you, is there a ghost there? He yeah. distracted the ref, so they were able to come get it. Uh, but yeah. Jay White doing the baby face thing and, and getting the chair away from him and walking up the ramp with it. Yeah. Um, fun little match. Uh, it was fun. Bowens is great. Um, it's now, Anthony Bowens. Uh, you guys have four weeks. I'll give you till the end of February to make um, the acclaimed and 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 the Bang Bang Gang hate each other, and then do a um, or not hate each other, but compete so that they we're the best trio no we're the best trio we should put both of our titles on the line winner take all but but may the best team win shake hands and during the match the bang bang gang proves they're a bunch of suckers and takes away all the titles from the acclaimed who are so mad about it that they break up forever i have a bone to pick what with all the people who are like nostalgia pops are great. I don't have a problem. Billy Gunn's been used a lot better than like Jeff Jarrett was. Yeah. I don't need him taking up a roster spot, but he's at least been used better. Mm -hmm. But all of the people, Alex, who are like mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett's the greatest thing in the world. Nobody misses that guy. I have not yeah. heard anyone being like, oh, move the C2 talk out of the way so that we could talk about Jeff mm -hmm. Jarrett. Nobody. So what I'm saying is, God love you, Billy Gunn. Get off yeah. the screen. I'm sorry. Give me an Anthony Bowen singles run, please, for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is so good. What what was the spot in the corner that he did that blew my mind today? Just very creative. Very creative and very fundamentally sound in the mm -hmm. ring. Mm -hmm. Um so I would like to see I would like to see him turn heel on Max Caster and mm -hmm. go on a, a heel singles run. That's what I would like. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, we got a, a little brief Deeb promo. She's coming back on Collision. It's going to be really good. Um, so, um, Adam Copeland and Minoru Suzuki. Um, uh, not this version of Minoru Suzuki, obviously. Um, although I, I wish it had been this version of Minoru Suzuki because it almost so? looks like... Because ima- imagine Suzuki that version. Imagine, imagine that version of Minoru Suzuki versus this version of Adam Copeland. Oh my God, ladies! There's one other version of Adam Copeland, though. This one. I think it should be acknowledged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On this day, I sweep yeah. cleanly. Yeah. Um. So, uh, listen. This was fun. I thought it would be longer. <laughs> it sure. was good. It was a lot of fun. But I expected they would like this when they announced this is commercial free. It's the main event. I thought, listen, they'd pad it with smoke and mirrors and stuff. But it would be mostly just chops and like, hold on, I'm going to hang out here and let you chop me. And we're going to do that. They like went through a barricade the first two minutes. I was like, slow down, old folks. We we have let's stretch it out, but they couldn't stretch it out because by the time they went through the barricade, it was two minutes till. This match was nine minutes long, if that. It was very they very are short. Fifty and fifty-five years old. I get it. However, they... I've seen I've seen Minoru Suzuki have a lot, lot longer matches than this, and I've also seen Adam Copeland have 25, 30 minute long matches. That's fair. That's so, fair. um. Uh, I thought it would be longer. Also, you flew Minoru Suzuki to Savannah, Georgia for this. God bless I him. thought it would be it's like I nine minutes and I'm bigger. out. That's all that's all I'm saying. That's all you I'm get saying. that back, Minoru Suzuki. Uh man, what a blast though. It it was short. Well, it it, it would have yeah. it was really, really fun. Yeah. Um yeah. just the man, Adam Copeland, every time I watch him, I, I feel like he's one of the most natural talkers that is in AEW yeah. or in all of wrestling, really. And also every cell, every cell just doesn't look yeah. like it's not the Shawn Michaels cell, it's not the Ziggler cell where it's extremely dramatic and for the cheap right. seats, it's that oh my god, he really lariated the shit at me. <laughs> like yep. it, mm-hmm. it's so um it's so easy to buy into with him. And I really appreciated it and a match with someone like like a murder grandpa, like a mm-hmm. 55-year-old who is still a badass and chopping you. And Larry at you and putting you in these holds. Um, some really fun submission work from this guy, all like still, which was really, really fun. Um, my favorite Minoru Suzuki, like out of the ring story, mm-hmm. comes from SP3, where he was at an ROH event that Minoru Suzuki was at, and he was like, Hey, can you like fake put me in a headlock? And he mm-hmm. just looked at him and goes, I don't fake. <laughs> like this guy walks the walk, he talks the talk again. My parents were subjected to watching wrestling. They never watched wrestling. Explaining to them what a murder grandpa was. Very fun mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but it, it's just... The match was a blast. It was really short. This was almost one of those things where it was just like, how are we getting Adam Copeland and Minoru Suzuki in the same ring? I'll I take it. It does it's not just make a wild timeline. It really is nuts. Um, yeah. so, so just... This was really fun. It could have been longer, but I, I loved what they did give us in the short time that they had. I, right. I really um, appreciated Adam Copeland selling so, so much in this too. 
five, like let's say five, six years ago, expect like imagining we would get Edge versus Minoru Suzuki and Brian Danielson versus this guy. Um, like within a few days of each other in a company that was not WWE is a or New a, Japan or New Japan. <laughs> um, I was gonna say in in the states, but yes, absolutely. It, it's yeah, no, it's impossible to believe. Um, uh, meet Norm. Uh, wait, Tom Lavalley says while the Tony Diana interview stole the show, I have to say the Copeland versus Murder Grandpa match put a smile on my face. A lot like the smile on Suzuki's face when they went to the barricade. Yes, uh, he, he does indeed enjoy the violence. Um, that was also really uh, fun to watch with my mom. She was like, what are they doing? <laughs> Kylie says, um, on this day, um, that match was so much fun. Uh, much love, Alex, Kate, um, SGS forever. Uh, uh, Kylie actually said, on this day, become the wind. Um, <laughs> just sounds like it, like the beginning of, a, of an anime somewhere. Um, um, <clears throat> Maddie Nice says, AEW willing to play up Adam in the Percy Jackson series. Pretty sure that's a WBD thing. Not wanting to give attention sure. to the Disney Plus thing. Of course. Um, yeah. I, the, it was weird because there was no such edict. They did play up Samoa Joe being on the Peacock show. But it's weird that they would play up the one and not the other. But I do That's feel like it's point. Warner Brothers not saying we're not going to mention the Disney Plus show for some reason. Um, Maybe it's because their guy taking a bite out of WWE's channel or whatever, right? Um, Meet Norma says, uh, not Adam Copeland, but Adam Oldman. Old man versus murder grandpa. Uh, Minoru Sunoteeth. <laughs> Uh, and then he says, "Ha na na ni na ha na 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 ha na na ni na kaza ni na re." Well done. I would I would participate in my incredible Miles Kennedy impression, but again, I'm at my parents, and I don't want mm -hmm, to alarm mm -hmm. them. Right? No, sure. <laughs> R Ricardo uh, says that he's going to see Sting and Darby win the belts in Phoenix in two weeks. You're going to see Ding. He's going to see. Ding! It's ding! <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, well, a few last puns before we get out of here, guys. Thank you so much. We're so uh, <laughs> I hope they, I hope they agree. Um, J and J social J and J social security. Um, Very nice. And and uh, A A R A A R N P A A R N P. Very good. We had a variation of that, but this is a, a nice, clean yeah. execution of that same idea. Um, oh, Greg says, may not have many more of these. Wife and I both lost our jobs in the last week. That sucks. Wishing you uh, and your wife uh, good job hunting uh, very quickly. That sucks, yeah. Greg. I'm so sorry about that. Sorry to hear that. Uh, thank you for contributing the way you have. You've been most generous. And uh, when you guys are back and you want to come back, We'll have we'll, we would love it. Um, yeah, because so we much. appreciate the support too. If you if you're throwing yeah. out bangers in the free chat, like no, no, yeah, mm, we might we might pull them up. We might pull them up. If we see what you got. Shy Town Spurs says Pappy Corbin, <laughs> Grand Grand Pappy Corbin. Um, Mr. Showtime says Metamusos. <laughs>
<laughs> Down things. <laughs> who was that? Who was I? Who did I say that was? That's the way. Main Metamuso. event, Metamuso. Metamuso's is it, man. Ricardo uh, says the elderly brothers instead of the Beverly brothers. <laughs> um, Chris Pereira says steel chairlift. Very uh, nice. And um, it was Mr. Showtime who, won, who had the Metamusos. Mr. Showtime, you win. Um, and Patrick says uh, Mr. Compression Socko. <laughs> this one's a free one, but it's too good. Shingles, shingles Takagi. is very, very really good. good. If you had chicken pox, you have the shingles virus in you. You should definitely go talk to your doctor. It can be very shingles painful. I am I am not looking forward to the inevitability of me getting shingles at some point. Not fun. Just, no. Metamusos. Down sense. Metamusos. Fiber one-ish. Down sense. Fiber one-ish. Okay. Um... <laughs> All hail the fibrous chief. Um, okay. Uh, thanks, everybody. Kate's going to go on a cruise now. Is that now. the show? It's, that's it, man. That's all we got. We are the uh, most um, fun. I love us. Um, <laughs> I feel like uh, you should subscribe to Fightful Select is all I'm going to say. Yeah. There's a lot happening. Um, <laughs> You're going to want the accuracy and the clarity. NWO for life alert. Fa 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 life alert. My God, you guys are amazing. Um, thanks for letting thanks me sit so in on this little Wednesday. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, uh, we will. Um, uh, uh, we'll we'll do the um, then a Royal Rumble uh, after show on Select. It'll be me and Alexis Cardoza for sure, and also Kate if she has good enough internet on the boat. Yeah, and if if Biggie comes back, I'm just gonna no matter what my internet is, I'll just be there and, and just mm -hmm. cry. I'll mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, um uh you win absolutely nothing except for the, the knowledge that you won you won the Hey, the, hey, the, hey, pride is a big thing around yeah, here. Right. Yeah, yeah, all right. You keep saying it you is. win absolutely it nothing, is. we're gonna have to come up with prizes. That's a <laughs> That's a bridge too far, Alex. But uh, you can catch me at Miss Kate Fabe. Uh, I will be on vacation for the next few days. But check us out on Fightful Select. Uh, the Thursday ROH show is going to go on with SP3 and Red. So you can check that out. ROH has really turned a corner. Very encouraging to see. And then the SmackDown show is going to have Dude Felice and Cardoza. Mm. Uh, yeah. Which is a, a fun little combo. They should be a blast. Yeah. So check out the people covering me. I appreciate them for it. Um, goodbye. I usually would say everything sucks, but it doesn't really suck. It's just, you know, but listen, listen, in a few days, we're going to get, we're, we're going to get Brian Danielson versus a guy from WCW, WCW NWO revenge. So, so I'm sorry in that case, very little, if anything sucks. <laughs>